0: Rusty Quill Presents
1: ...says the world must act now to stop Russia's nuclear threat. Potentially deadly flooding. Tropical Storm Julia is moving in their direction. Right now, top...
0: Wireland Ranch, an amalgamation.
2: Hi friends, so nice to see you here around the bend and today we finally make it inside. I hope the sun shines bright through the clouds of toxic dust that your lives are slowly becoming at an exponential rate and I assure you that trend continues to the end and beyond. But no worries friends, I'll be here with you the entire time. So, we're going to be doing things a little differently today. Yes, friends, today we venture into the arcane, the unknowable and unforgivable, the terrible and the misshapen, the broken and the confused. Now, does that sound familiar, friends? Because these are the things we are, deep in the night, when no one is looking, when our souls are on full display for whatever lurks both above and below. You see... As I record this, at this moment, way back in time, the overseer has been strapped into his throne. The parasite has been placed and grown accustomed to its new host and our driver friends. Well, we're gonna pay him a little visit as well, somewhere far down in the recesses of his own mind. Trapped there, likely, until he dies, but he's got at least 50 years of service left until that happens, unfortunately, and to him, it will seem as though time has ceased and eternity will never end such is the fate of the overseer so from his throne all he could see is a series of hundreds of screens each of which are currently playing his orientation video because at heart wireland ranch is as mired in paperwork bureaucracy and liability as any other large entity but its signatures are written in blood and its file cabinets lined with souls which All in all is no different from any of the corporations circa your whole lives. So today we're going to be doing just that. Watching along with the overseer as he is reoriented to his new circumstances. I hope you all enjoy and ready yourselves for next time you're with me. Everything will have changed and the ranch will have moved on to its new cycle. For now, though, goodbye, friends until we meet again.
1: Yes, Overseer, let's get you comfortable. Are you still in there, Joseph? Can you hear me? There, there, calm down. I am going to send you far enough away so that you do not have to know what has become of you. Your family has been sent a large amount of money. It is sitting in the bank account, waiting for them to notice. A sort of purchase price, so to speak. They will be taken care of, and they will never know where you went. And it will be hard for them, for a little while. But time cares for no memories, and no man, so they will move past it probably sooner than you'd hope, but you will not be burdened by that information, because shortly, you won't remember anything anymore, ever. But first, we have to watch a short video, okay? Don't worry your little head about it, though. It won't take too long, and we will get you on your way.
3: Welcome to Wireland Ranch. We are so happy you have decided to join us as a conduit to reality. I am Mr. Moldington, resident host and propaganda minister here at the ranch. Right now you may be wondering, why me? What made me so special that I was chosen for such a ad- and there are many answers to that question, most of which you will not be receiving. But I can tell you that deep in your genetic history, another came before you. Somewhere on the wall of workings, your ancestor lies in state and will be consumed in the distant future when we finally cycle back through to a newer and vastly improved humanity. But we won't let that get us down. We let it last too long either. An enlightened population is far removed from our own goals and needs. So we will send in the most nihilistic among us to recruit a prophet of the past. To dig it up and spread it throughout the land like a virus. A virus that cannot be refused. Because what that virus offers is ease. Ease above all else. Ease and comfort at any cost. And they will ensure that things pan out the way they should. You see, dear Overseer, you have been chosen to be the cog that keeps this little machine humming along. A home for our parenting But you must not make that home too comfortable and that Overseer is your only child. Allow it to live, but never allow it to flourish. Because if and when that happens, your family dies. Along with everyone and everything that has or will ever exist, your children's children will be no more. At times, you may hear whispers calling you back to this side, but be warned, this is a truth. Do not engage it in a battle of any sort whether that be witness astral, or otherwise, otherwise, you will lose. Your job is to perpetually run. Never slow down. All of humanity depends on this very basic obligation on your behalf. It will find you, and you will run. You will run for the sake of your family. You will run for the sake of your friends. And you will run for the sake of, friends, the sake of strangers, both past and future. And if you do not, all <laughs> <We'll have
0: later. laughs> yeah, welcome to MTV Cribs, bitch. You think you know, but you have no idea. Well, not now. Now, now. Can you at
3: least let me get through the introduction first? Just this once, I am passing along important information and there will not be another chance to do so.
0: I get Fuck. Come on, Leroy Jenkins motherfuckers, and you know what time it is. It's time for some motherfucking introductions.
3: Why? He's never going to use that information. He has one job and one job. <laughs> and... and,
0: and, and, and. Get <laughs> fucking
3: body. That's why.
0: Who cares about this dude? I mean, like, I do. Of course, like, right this moment, because I'm a entertainment junkie or whatever, and it's getting my fucking rocks off. But after that... Like what the fuck, man? Man. <laughs> oh, <God>. Anyway, <laughs> Joseph, it is so nice to meet you and see it as how you can't really move all that well right now, or maybe ever. <laughs> Captain audience. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get you some sleep with some contact, shall we? There, can you hear me? Do not, not get him riled
1: up again. again. Just I just saw stop. him calm down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with your drug magic, don't be a hater, Abri. Yeah, I just show him around a bit. Like, that's all. Skits on her, whatever, whatever they say. He has
3: to know what happens if he is called, called, called,
0: called, <laughs> called. Look at this guy, look at him. He'd run from a mouse. Of course he's gonna run from that fucking thing. I, I know you've never seen it, but I have, and it scares me worse than what you did back in the nineteen thirties. And you know what I'm talking
3: <laughs> How many times have I asked you why not to mention that? We all want we make mistakes. <laughs>
0: Dude, that, was a, <laughs> that was a pretty big mistake there, Moldington, like, entirely altering the trajectory of reality That kind of mistake, man. They did take it a pretty fall. <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned watching those people is that Nazis going to be Nazis. They think Nazis are going to not. That's all there is to it.
3: I hate them so much. Should I bring up some of your exploits, Krakatoa, maybe, or the Lost Army of (laughs) Canvases?
0: Okay, okay, but but Roanoke is funny AF, and that army was (laughs) before my time classic. But I'm pretty sure those dudes get, like, buried by a sandstorm or whatever. But man, nothing is real, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't, it was probably a deep fake, or like, a malfunction and that propaganda poster you call a brain. I can't be held responsible is what I'm saying now. Overseer, let me show you the dopest fish tank that's ever been made. No, no one cares about your fish tank. <laughs> I care about my fish tank. And this fella right here cares about anything besides slipping into the void, so this fish tank me. This fish tank right here is made of repurposed people cells. Can you believe that shit? And these are long extinct blood-worn piranhas, real primordial stem type shit. See, the water slowly melts all those mitochondria <laughs> and all the apparatuses and rough endoplasmic reticulum membranes and feeds the fish automatically. It's like a hamster feeder or whatever, it's just like made of people. Now, I'd hate to do this, but...
2: If one of your kids, like,
0: sticks you to the ends of the earth or something extra like that, well, I could use some Maria material. Let's <laughs> just hope <laughs> it doesn't come to that. I think, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, oh, look, it's okay, fella. If it, if it does come to that, I promise I'll be gentle as a summer breeze, like a slight wind and only... Made a knives, it, it'll be cool, we're cool, you and me, no worries, fam, no worries. If you don't calm down, they're gonna take my fun time away, okay, man. Fucking shit.
3: Okay, you show him the fish tank. Are you done now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't be ridiculous, I got lots of sew-in. so until out. Everybody, Every, no, no, Every, do not change that channel, Abria. I swear to Christ plastic molded. It-
2: I am sorry about that.
1: We are going to need to calm down now, Overseer. You have a new co-pilot in there, and it can be rejected without the proper conditions. And I promise you, you do not want to feel the pain that accompanies it fighting back. So please, calm down.
0: I'm back, mother my guys. <laughs> I tried to stop him. but can't stop <laughs> Even if,
3: Even if they, they stopped me <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I'm on it, Ooh, I'm on it I'm so owned it, however you want it You can get it
0: tonight, oh and all night, oh Hit the beat from Maestro I Might go, I might go crazy on it
1: God damn it God damn it As I was saying You do not want to feel the pain involved
0: so, so please, please. Shoot, shoot your, your grandmother, grandmother. Up. What? 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 Don't I don't give
1: a notice. Get your a kid. you kid. Not even two molding tent.
0: Okay, every damn. Damn, I get it. Look, I get it. Don't change the channel again. Phasing through the static is a nightmare. Please. I lost molding from some ass. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> what? What? You
1: told him you'd turn his children into reinforced fish tape class.
0: <laughs> Alright, I didn't mean that, homie. I, mean, I might, I might like wear him as a costume or something. But the bloodworm piranhas only eat adults. The vitamins or whatever come from disappointment and regret, I think. So, no worries. <laughs> it
1: right. does have a point there.
0: It became a real problem.
1: Only children left in that one village.
0: <laughs> like the movie, <muddy> come <laughs> Yeah, gum over. plus bacon takes the bath out of this. That be some a fucking metal man.
1: Like fruit, fruit, like cherries. cherries. <laughs> God damn it, Horlisic. I'm trying to be serious.
0: <laughs> you know, like, none of this matters, right? Like, we can't hold this off forever.
2: <laughs> nah, Agent Orange. Looks like you got a choice to make way out to you. Let's be honest, ain't ain't much of a choice, not really, but but I know what you've seen, Agent Orange. I know you've seen the very worst in humanity, and I know that you want to see it end. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that be just spectacular? Put this whole thing to rest. Help me. Help us. And I don't need to tell you what the alternative is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What?
3: (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. oh, right
2: On the screens, Mouldington seems to have taken a little break from attempting to participate in any of this and has somehow become bound by the sentient leather straps and Lilith's sex room. We haven't met Lilith yet, friends. She is sure to be a crowd favorite, but we haven't quite gotten there first. We have to weed all the incels out. Should be safe for it. not episode 7 or 8, but you know me. It took us five episodes to get here, so, you know, strap in. See what I did
0: then. <laughs> Seriously, can we please move
1: past this? I do not want to sit here all day. What else do you have
0: to do? I mean, like, we're pretty much stuck here, right? Like, this is the most excitement I've had, in... I don't know, like a, like a right smart spell, like Elon's made. I clearly
1: remember you doing this 50 years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but that guy was fun, though. This one's lame. He's done nothing but cry since you've been here. How many times must I tell you? Not... To an American, something like that. You were so emotional. Thousands and thousands of years, you'd think you would have developed some emotional maturity. <laughs> I know, my Give me another chance. Please give me another chance. I promise I'll do better I promise I'm the crown prince of the world regardless of what they say we must be respected we must Chris, you are getting better, I thought you meant (laughs) that, I thought you were proud of me, you told me you were proud of me. (laughs)
1: Please go away! Okay, I think that's about enough. Overseer, I know this has served absolutely no purpose, and for that I apologize. It is rude of us to squander your last moments with a black-pilled internet bro, but you know, he keeps things fun around here, and he's never really wrong. The nutshell of what you were supposed to learn here today was that where I am sending you, where you have to go, you will be alone aside from the thing that now lives within you and that thing will chase you and torment you and wait for you around every corner but you must flee you must never let it catch you you are the only thing that stands between everything and a nothing so complete the word nothing doesn't begin to define it When you arrive, seek the two creatures that are one and the same. Maybe you can trick them into friendship, who knows? Your time will be much easier with helping hands. Even if those hands end in claws, that could end you with a flick. You will find your way, Overseer. What you do at the crossroads is entirely up to you.
2: With this, Abria begins to whisper, a thousand voices rising within her war worms of words forcing themselves into the Overseer's mind, breaking all the barriers time and experience had built and reinforced, destroying them and creating new ones in their stead his world. And all he has ever known swirls before his eyes, every passionate embrace and Vicious insult, every knowing smile and understanding nod, the wheel of his life spinning and showing him the thing he always knew in the unfathomable depths of his being. That it all leads nowhere, destined to be forgotten and washed away by the ceaseless celestial cyclone we all exist within at least. For now, the pictures turn and the whispers wisp and he feels it all slip away. And for the first time since the day he was born, he feels complete and total peace. Our driver fades back up into focus, rising from thick pink fluid, both embryonic and foreign in nature. It bubbles around him, bringing him to the top and hardening beneath him like Mixed epoxy. He stares up at what could be called a sky only by virtue of it being above him, swirling with storm clouds of formed hands and unblinking eyes, staring right back at him. A crimson orb floats at the height of everything, bathing the space around him in eerie magenta light. Light that seems violent in a way, as though it were not meant to fall on flesh, as though something ravenous dances on its beams. He stands and brushes his naked skin remarkably clean given this pool of hardened sludge. As he steps carefully through the mire, his footsteps sink and bounce back. The indentations slowly fill in behind him. In the distance, he hears something scurry through shards of broken black stalks jutting from the ground like sharpened crystals breaking through all the surfaces in his periphery. They crack like glass and fade into the ground, disappearing as though they were never there. The scamper hastens, and then our driver stops in his tracks as a screech breaks the air around the sound waves, pieces of atmosphere falling like chunks of fractured rock to the earth, swallowed with the shards of shattered crystal. The air vibrates around him. A whirring buzz approaches him from the direction of the cracked glass, scurry further and further away. A voice calls out to him. Run, the voice says. Run, and don't look back. Suddenly... The magenta haze is extinguished. Everything fades to a deep purple glow, but all he can make out are shapes, shifting and contracting. The hardened pink mess beneath his feet quakes, and he falls onto his back, the air knocked from within his lungs. Tears form at the edges of his eyes as the purple glow forms like molecules being pulled to a center point, fluttering and forming a silhouette filling the entire expanse before him. He can't make it out, though, his eyes vibrating in his skull as he tries, with all the energy left within him to focus on the outline, make sense of what he's seeing. A blast of heat burns the atmosphere as a ball of red flame hurtles toward him. He can feel it singe the whole fucking world as it engulfs him completely and lifts him from the ground. His body aflame and floating above the silhouette held in the air with outstretched arms and flailing legs, the red fills him burst Through him, his body is a wildfire, but his mind is cold and concentrated. He can feel the fire in his veins, his heart pumping like pistons. The configuration of curves and lines, all shadow-hued, swing backward and then launch from below. A massive hand reaches toward him, and in that hand he can see all that came before him. The human bodies and empty souls mashed together and thrashing. A hundred screams, breaking the air with violent waves, and directly at our driver, the waves hit him like a wall and extinguish his flame, knocking him from the air at unimaginable speeds, and he hears that voice again screaming, run, but he can't move, he's locked and still, and that hulking figure stands over him, a living mountain of lives, heaving and gasping. The voice screams, run, one last time screaming, It's your only chance, as the hand smashes into the paint, breaking the hardened surface, cracks heading toward him, falling into the fluid beneath. He struggles against his invisible bonds and grabs one of the black stalks, pulling himself from the viscous swamp he rolls. As a finger made of people graze his side, melting the flesh where it makes contact, he scampers to his feet, but the fluid reaches up from beneath grabbing him by the ankle and pulling him backward, pulling him back to where he started into the embryonic scent. Thick like honey, it swallows him whole as he fights and thrashes against the force. He cannot move. He cannot breathe. And his consciousness fades. The last thing he hears is his eyes fill with this terrible solution and flows into his brain like liquid centipedes making themselves a fine home within him is...
1: We will try this
2: this soon. And yes, friends, we will. Thank you for visiting us here around the bend at Wireland Ranch. In this episode, we are happy to introduce Sath the Something and Johan, though, in a collaboration to end all collaborations, joining forces as Joth and playing the part of Abria. Now, Abria was pirated AI up to this point, so that, friends, is what we call a step up. You can find their handles in the show notes. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us so far. You can follow us at Wireland underscore Ranch on Twitter. And if you like the show, consider leaving us a review on your podcatcher of choice. It helps us get noticed so we can keep bringing this show to you and put our souls on display every other Sunday and sometimes Friday. You can become a ward of The Wireland at patreon.com forward slash wireland ranch next time. We will learn quite a bit about Mr. Orange and his decision. Until then, friends, thank
0: you.